0: Hey it's Canzano. I appreciate you making this podcast part of your day. Make sure you subscribe if you want more and leave us some feedback. Away we go. Initialize sequence. Welcome to the Baldcast, a production of John Gonzano's Bald Face Truth. Back to the Bald Face Truth with John Canzano. Peter Sampson is up next with The Pulse from 6 to 7 on 750 The Game. Welcome back to the program. Nubian and Sampson in for Konzano on the BFT. It's time now for our weekly conversation with the head coach of Portland State football. To the park blocks we go and bruce barnum is checking in on the show hey coach how are you
1: hey judith thanks for having portland state thanks for having the vikes and how are you uh hope life is treating you right haven't haven't talked to you in a while
0: i know i know i've missed you uh how's brody these days
1: you know he's living the life he's got an internship back at chapel hill uh, my oldest for all all the portland vancouver people driving. Uh, my oldest kid, he wants to be an athletic director. Uh, he got an internship at Chapel Hill, uh, North Carolina. He's enjoying football. They said they start basketball Friday, which is a whole different world back there. Uh, he said they had a Midnight Madness deal. Wow. You know, and it was the bottom part was sold out. It, he said it's a it's, it's a fun. He's enjoying it. He's enjoying North Carolina. He had
0: a chance to... Uh visit chapel hill at any point i'm sure you're busy obviously in season right now so you may not have visited brody yet but uh have you been out there before
1: you know when we were younger outer banks you know my i know my parents took their um my dad was in the coast guard so we're (laughs) always around the water somewhere i know they had their uh when you get married the thing uh the honeymoon honeymoon I, i know they went to the lighthouse with the black and white stripes they took us there when we were kids you know we surf fished you know but i was a, i was a, i was young uh yes i've been there do i remember it uh just memories of you know a striper and a crab and that lighthouse
0: your your uh, appearance last week got a lot of buzz stories about your dad stuff I, I had not heard before coach but it was awesome it was awesome. What kind of feedback did you get on that? And uh, I'm glad that, you know, the CIA let you back on this week.
1: You know, um, it, it, it was it was unique, you know, uh, and hearing more about it and um, uh, the feedback, uh, you know, of a few people, you know, texted and said they didn't know that. And, yeah. Um, it was just unique. You know, it was what pushed me to one of my, you know, uh, undergrad majors was history and it just uh, kind of there was an interest in that just because of what my dad had lived. And, um, you know, I still wasn't, I wasn't around at that time, but my brother was. He, he was a young pup. But just even hear my grandparents how they were around, you know, at the TV, you know, just in Houston. They lived in Houston. His parents just staring and the whole nation, you know, was watching that. And there was pops next to Mussolini, all the world leaders. And it, it's a pretty strong deal. It's
0: amazing. If uh, anybody uh, wants to check it out, find the podcast of last week's appearance with uh, Coach Barnum on the BFT from a week ago Tuesday, and uh, you'll get the full context. It was fascinating stuff. Um, Coach, uh, we were just joking in a segment previous. Damian Lillard apparently at the Blazer game last night revealed that in 10 years in Portland he had never been to the Oregon coast. Do Do you have a problem with that?
1: Well, I understand it, Um, and the reason I say it is um, I I have uh, quite a few uh, Oregon student-athletes on my team, Judah, and we go, I I don't do skit night anymore. You know, it used to be a tradition, football, camp, skit night, you know, anything goes, I cancel that, Uh, too much. (laughs) so we go to the beach Uh, we go out we have a day we did it again this year and we have you know reindeer games and um we break bread have a huge meal and i announce captains um and uh, the reason i say it is the first time we went there i had oregonians on my team that had not been to the oregon coast uh, washington coast i'm like what you know that that surprised me, but you know I, I understand. You, you get caught up in life, and I mean he's everybody in America knows him. He goes over there. You know, the last thing he's going to do is watch Seaside and try to win a Cupid doll. <laughs> you know everybody's going to want his photo op, or you know sign and sign a ball, whatever. You know. Yes, yeah, that makes sense. He would have to go serious incognitos. He could probably go to Ecola State Park, you know, down that path that I think they've closed and go down there. Not many people walk down there, and he's, he could probably walk down there. And he's so athletic on, his, on one leg, but <laughs> he might get some privacy there. But I could see that maybe being an issue, and maybe he's just not an ocean guy, you know.
0: Could be. Could be. He's a big sky guy. I know uh, the Weaver State background, uh, you guys played that. They look good a couple weeks ago, Weber. I know it came at your expense a couple weeks ago, but.
1: They did. They're, they're strong right now. Yeah. They're strong. They've done a he- heck of a job in facilities and building it up, and um, you know they're playing well right now. They won some big sky championships. But you know, no, I mean he, he is. Uh, I, I was in the age to watch him. I followed him. But you know when I was that age, when I was at Eastern Judah, uh, we used to go. I'll never forget this. We used to go to the basketball games. You know, winter and Cheney. You got to find something to do. So we'd go to the arena go to every basketball, and we had all the, you know, things that you do in college, we had the money on the fish line, we we would get the names of the guys, and we were professional, but we would get after them, and there was one guy, Judah, that just, you know, I'm probably aging myself, just used to, we used to ride him, and get on him, and talk about his parents, <laughs> and he wouldn't look at us a lick, anyways, John Stockton, and Gonzaga, <laughs> And I remember watching him going, you know, that guy's really good. He's like better than everybody else on the court. But and, and you know, uh, that's comparable uh, to when he was at Weber. I mean, I think he was this will this will raise the the Twitter world if anybody is if anybody twits. But I think he was better than Stockton um, in college because I got the chance to watch him at Weber. But anyway, man. I- I can see that though, because
0: it's a different game too. But I mean, Stockton was great in his own right. But I couldn't imagine what Stockton was like in college.
1: Was, oh, he was—he was—you know—he ran the court, yeah. he was point guard, and he was—I think he was different. You know, than Lillard, Lillard can shoot from—you know—hundred yards.
0: <laughs> no kidding.
1: You know, Stockton was more the pass it off and the assist guy. And again, I'm not a—I'm going to make an ass out of myself. I don't know that game. Hey, uh, as well here. as most people, but
0: you're going to Cheney this weekend, so yes. you still know people out there. You still got ties out there at all?
1: I do. There'll be um, I'll have there. will be a group. You know, I remember the, the largest we had, it, and it differs. But one time here, I know we played Eastern night I had about thirty five. You know, guys that I went to college with come back, and and I I know how many just because hey Barney, can we get tickets? You know, but. <laughs> Um, there'll be a group, you know, there's memories there, but, um, it, it was an enjoyable undergrad if, uh, if you get out, if you're an outdoors person.
0: I know at, uh, what are they, two and five this year?
1: They've uh, been through the gambit like us, yeah. you know, they played Florida, they played two money games, up FBS games, um, same with us, they they've had a tough schedule, you know, and they have a new quarterback like we do, so. Um, it's kind of a, a mirrored image, but you know, it's a. It used to be a rivalry. It used to be our last game of the year. Uh, we still, I mean, we still envision it that way. It's the Dam Cup. They call it the damn Cup uh, that we're playing for, and, and it's on a red field. You know, the mighty Rose Field is 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 red before they made it illegal to make your field a different color. So, yeah, how do you? I'm not. I'm not into the red turf myself. You know. It's hard to watch on film. We watch film. We have other games, and we're watching it, and it's hard to see numbers. And, you know, when, you, when you're when watching the film, you're like, oh, my gosh, this is going to be bright, yada, yada. I'll never forget the first time I saw it. I took a team there, and we did our walkthrough, um, like Friday night, you know, driving over. And it was nothing. After you saw it, once you got it, it wasn't as shiny and, that as you saw it on video, kill the radio star. But um, it, it, it's a feel. Once once a whistle starts, it doesn't matter.
0: When I think of uh, Eastern, I, I think of Vernon. You know, balling out back then. Yeah, uh, a little yeah. bit after him, uh, Cooper Cup, and seeing what Cooper's doing now. Yeah. Uh, what yeah. was it? I'll ask you about Cooper. What was it like taking teams up against uh, Eastern Washington teams that had Cooper
1: Cup on it? Well, uh, I'll, I'll, I remember Cooper Cup all the way back to his sophomore year, uh, third and twenty, double coverage, and he jumps up and, and he catches a football. he I mean, was this guy? You know, um, he was just, he, he was auto. Uh, a few things about Cooper Cup that I know because there's a little bit of history there. Because that year that he won it in '15, the um, you know, player of the year is the year I won the national coach of the year. So we were back at that banquet together. Um, you know, families met. His aunt, some of his family lives over uh, Wally World area. I actually came and watched my youngest Cooper at uh, some of his baseball games just because, you know, we got to know each other there because we were there for a couple days. Uh, but Cooper Cup. Everybody talks about you know oh he's got the he's got a chance you know he's got the ability. Cooper Cup, what I know about him worked harder than anybody I've ever seen in my life at the game of football, um, and I, I think that's what sets him apart. You know everybody's like oh he's this and that and this and that, but his work ethic and the sport and his profession. Or in, in college, you know, I don't know what he's doing, you know. Now I'm sure, I'm sure he's still working hard, but that set him apart. That's what I know about Cooper Cup.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's working out for him. Won the Triple Crown last year.
1: Good <laughs> for him. You know, got to be happy for him. It's awesome. That's big time stuff.
0: How are well, you guys doing uh, health wise? I know, you know, we talk to you every week. Uh, early in the season, you guys were healthy and uh, and and it looked good. How is your team with overall health at this point?
1: You know, I'll talk to you about it, Jude, because you asked, but, you know, I don't have any excuses. We're 2-5, and five and, you know, we're not where we want to be, um, but we're banged up. I lost, we had a great first half last week, and then I lose. I lost a old, two old linemen uh, first series of the third quarter, and it's just, it seems like it just keeps washing us, you know. I'm, again, I'm trying to get some guys back. We got a guy back this week. Uh, But uh, I got too many of those, you know, now they have those fancy scooter deals. (laughs) Uh, uh, Too many scooters uh, on the bikes right now, but uh, we're plugging through. You see some young guys stepping up and learning and finding a spot. Uh, I don't want to talk about, you know, who and what age and where they're at, you know, because my opponent might be listening, but you'll see some young guys on the football field. Everybody has it. Everybody faces it. Um, we just need to um, make sure those guys are ready, uh, make sure they're prepared to step up. But we're banged up. The bikes are banged up.
0: Yeah. You know, Coach, uh, it's an easy conversation to, to have with you, and I always appreciate your candor uh, and your authenticity. What I find interesting at this point is, like, now you, you're facing some attrition. Like, we're at Halloween. It's cold. It's wet. It's ugly outside. Right. You know, you, you got some adversity like we know the Bruce Bardem that's the happy go lucky but i know there's uh you know take me inside your mentality of staying committed to the to the day to day giving every day your very best and also imposing that philosophy on your on your team and on those young guys that are you know still kind of getting their feet underneath them in the program but you got to make the most of every day regardless of circumstance
1: well you try to prepare them for 40 not 4 years that they're here judah you know and resiliency um, you know getting step getting back on the horse whatever you want to call it um, getting getting better you know uh, not quitting you know uh, just there's some basic things that come in uh, that you address but and it's also I've always you've heard me say this probably Judy especially after your car got broke into that night back from that game it's it's all in the presentation you know, um, yes, it's, uh, the crisp fall, darker rain, but you know what? Uh, it's Halloween. It's a hell of a movie. Michael Myers was one of the toughest son bitches I've ever met in my life. Um, you can bob for apples. People dress up. There's positives to everything, you know? And uh, football's made for this, you know? Football was, was supposed to be grass and rain and fog on a Friday night if you're high school or, you know, 105 kickoff college football Saturday. It's it's a fun time. I love fall. I love fall. But you know it's all in how you approach it. You know if you're going to be woe is me, um, uh, I try to teach them Judah. You know I I know our issues. I I know everything going on my football team right now. My facilities. Talk about anything, but let's get some answers. You know anybody can bitch. Um, That's too easy. I can't get things fixed.
0: Halloween candy. Uh, where do you stand on candy corn?
1: You know, I, I like the normal one. The how would you ask this question? I like the the ones you got as a, the orange and uh, white. I think. Yeah. Or yellow. I don't now. I, I was in the store the other day, right? Um, they had orange and brown ones. You know, yeah. that, that, that just throws me out. They it's probably good. taste the same. As, it's just a sugar triangle you know, with a little, you know, different texture to it. But uh, it's not candy corn. It's it's, it's all it's the visual it has to meet, you know, the taste. It it's all comes together. Yeah. No, it's a holistic experience. Right. I don't know what that means, but I, I agree.
0: I can't believe you remembered my car getting broken in
1: two. Oh, boy. Oh, boy i'll have to share uh, that, that story on negative. the other side <laughs> it's just a positive and a negative judah i have a photographic memory which you know that's great for a lot of things but uh, it also teaches you how to erase things but i'll never forget that night and you, you probably don't want to go there but that was uh, you know that was portlandia man <laughs>
0: there, are, there are members of my family i've not told that story to for that exact reason coach but uh Man, it's always great to connect with you, Uh, Coach. Appreciate your your candor and coming on the show with John each and every week, but uh, I'm glad I was able to talk to you this week. Hey, best of luck at Eastern Washington, and then two home games after that, Northern Colorado, Sac State. Then you go to San Luis Obispo, beautiful country down there, for the uh, regular season finale with Cal Poly. But uh, appreciate the time, Bruce, as
1: always. No, appreciate it, Judas. Good to hear you. And uh, thanks to uh, all the listeners out there. Drive safe.
0: There he is, Bruce Barnum, head coach, Portland State football. I'll allude a little bit to what what he was referencing on the other side of the break. Great stuff. Love, love Barney. Oh, man, love Barney. Portland State at Eastern Washington uh, this Saturday at 1 o'clock. Well, go away, come back. More BFT, Nubian, Sampson, and Vaughn in for Konzano on the BFT Radio Network. Back to the bald-faced truth with John Canzano on 750 The Game. Welcome back. Newbie Samson Vaughn in for JC. Always good catching up with uh, Bruce Barton, fellas. One of a kind. Yeah, one of a kind. And he seemed to remember you. That's. Uh, you talked about some sort of incident? I'll try to uh, to keep this as as tight as possible. Two summers, I did play-by-play for the West Coast League's own Portland Pickles. Uh, coach Barnum's son, Brody, out of Wazoo, played on that mm. team a couple of years. So I'm out there calling, so I ran into coach all the time at, at uh, Walker Stadium. We go on the road to uh, Wenatchee, Walla Walla, uh, Yakima, you know, have these road trips. Victoria, B.C., I think one of these was Wenatchee. So it's an overnight weekend trip in the summertime. And, you know, we park in the parking lot, and you are leaving your rigs there a couple nights. I may or may not have been borrowing my sister's rig that summer because I needed wheels. And uh, we go on this Wenatchee trip. We come back. I think we leave on a Thursday, something like that. We come back on a Sunday, maybe Monday at like two in the morning. We're back okay, in a parking lot in East Portland, outside of Walker stadium. And you know, we, everybody gets off the bus. We go to our respective rigs and, uh, you know, I start to walk over to my car and, uh, I don't really notice anything. I'm like, Hey, I'm just tired. I just need to go home. And I get right up to, uh, the driver's side to throw my stuff in, and someone's in the car. No, oh. a person is in the car. <laughs> what are they? Are they a just a human being is in the car? Are they like sleeping or what? Like, what are they doing? I couldn't tell, but I was freaked the hell out. Yeah, and I was like, "What is happening?" And it just a shiver went up my spine, like you know. And I'm like, "Oh my gosh, what's going on?" And so I went out and I uh, I turned my flashlight on my phone real quick. And peered in, someone's in the passenger seat, and they I, I, I saw, like, glasses looking at me. So I was like, is that an animal? Is that, like, a possum or something? I was like, no, that's a person. So I was freaked out and also like, oh, my, like, I don't want to die right now. Right. So uh, I calmly walked back, you know, 20 yards behind me to, to the bus and uh, a Pickles assistant coach who used to work in law enforcement. And I was like, uh, hey, uh, hop." Go, Chop, can you, uh, I think there's someone in my car. He's <laughs> like, what? And we walked over there, and sure enough, you know, there was some poor, you know, person drugged up, you know, right. they, it wasn't, they, they obviously locked my car and everything, but they still got in, like they you know, made themselves at home for a little while. And, uh, that freaked me out, but we had cops on the scene in, like, five minutes, and, like, all the team stuck around to make sure that I was okay and my car was okay, and I still ended up uh, driving it home. Wow. It smelled a smell I, I do not care to remember yeah. uh, before or since, but uh, Coach Bartum, uh probably remembers that story. Uh, or two and it's uh, it's kind of taken legendary status around Pickleville what, since then was the guy in there was he it was a girl It was oh, a, it what? was a, it was a gal I should say Okay, was, yeah. you know, probably, I, I don't know how old she was but she had some wrinkles uh, not, but, but not
2: like not Like stealing stuff out of your car like presumably just in there to do drugs. Yeah not off. Yeah, that's it I, I think probably tried to drive off at one point, but didn't
0: know how yeah. so, you know, see that's why I have a stick shift well, it was. Yeah, see, so there you go. It there was you go, a stick. Yeah. Oh, for that reason, exactly. And I drive a stick now, too, but I, I ain't parking over there. Yeah, I can't drive a stick, soon. so I can't
3: see their guys' Exactly.
0: Dark. I still have a stick. My wife is like, "You got I don't like that you have a stick because I can't take your car anywhere. And I'm like, well, <laughs> that's okay. You know, I'll just leave it there. But, yeah, that's what he was referencing when he's like, even when you uh, get your car broken into, that happened. And that was that was a scary, actually, it was pretty scary. Now to think about like, I yeah. was scared and shaken. Shaken up by that, like someone in your car for who knows how long they were in there, but like the cops came out and took care of it, like dragged the person out and arrested them and everything. Seems wow, like you crazy. you
3: were pretty calm about it though. Yeah. Like in the moment you stayed calm,
0: which you is... don't want to spook them. They'll yeah. stab you. Yeah. Yeah. And That's I was like, I was a little embarrassed job. too. I was like, why? Why did my my rig? You know, you could have picked anybody <laughs> right. else's. You you know got your way into this rig. It's like, oh whatever.
2: That's brutal. That's such a terrible—I've f- only had my car broken into once, also, actually, at Portland State, and the thing was, there was nothing of real value in there. It's, And I shouldn't blame myself as the victim, so I'm going to self-victim blame. I had a backpack in there, and it was visible. So someone just yoink and smack. But all that was in there was like, "Oh, congratulations! You got a second year Italian textbook. Enjoy that. <laughs> Enjoy that. You know that's going to be no good by next term because they up they constantly update them. Textbooks are a racket. But it ruined my day. It cost me like four hundred bucks. I was a college. I was working in college radio, nineteen hours a week. That's all the money I was making. It's like, thanks, thanks, congratulations. Well, Enjoy
0: that. Uh, and- I also, you know, maybe this is just me being foolish. Trust me, no one's broken into one of my cars in three years, so I'm on a good roll. Not that I know of. But uh, there was that incident, Carmelo's home opener at Moda Center. You and I were both there, We were there, yeah. This was the day before Thanksgiving. Oh, I I think I remember something happening here. Yeah, go ahead. This is why, if you ever go to a Blazer game, never park on Larrabee. Oh, no. Is it Larrabee. It's, it's that street, you know, yes. three or four blocks away. from Well, maybe more like a, a half mile away from the arena. You can get free curbside parking yeah. if you go there early enough. Yes. Don't. Don't. <laughs> Find a lot. Because uh, similar to you, duffel bag, visible. uh They could have taken a lot more. They left my Bible in my journal somehow, but uh, they took, you know, all my other clothes that were in there. And I was in charge of the pumpkin butter that day and everything. Like, and the walnut salad for Thanksgiving, and they really—they you know, well, they smashed are- a window and grabbed all my stuff. This I was is like, coming that sucks. Through, this is flooding it's like, back to me. Why did we sign Carmelo anyway?
3: It if is you terrible. steal a Bible, though, that's kind of bad, right? That's bad juju there.
0: Well, that's a good question because I've had so. this thought. It's like, well, do I want him to have the Bible? Because good for them, you know. Hope you know. Maybe they read it. I, don't, I mean, I don't know. I'm, not a,
3: I'm not a religious man, so I just I I can't imagine if I was robbing somebody that I'm like yeah, I'm going to take their Bible too. Like I would leave that also.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. If my journal was the one. I was like I would be pissed if they took the journal. They, I mean, they did it, not. They took my
2: sweet sunglasses though. That's at least like obviously in a very immoral act. That's at least somewhat moral. Like hey, this has no monetary value. I can't sell this and put it in my arm, so I'll leave him his thoughts. What Thank a, you. What
3: a nice criminal! I know, right?
0: <laughs> but after that, I could never root for Carmelo the way I used to. Cause,
3: wait, so you blame Carmelo for it? I do.
0: I do blame Carmelo <laughs> for, it. and me myself a little bit. You know, it's funny. I you mentioned sports docs earlier. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just got around to watching what I thought was the new Jeremy Lin doc. Mm, My mm-hmm. wife and I ended up were like, oh, it's uh, Lin, it's Lin Sanity. So I thought it was the new one. Uh, it's not. It was the one that was released in 2013, and I didn't know oh. that until after the fact. But I didn't even know there was an old one. Insanity just... he made in 2013 about or 2013 2014 yeah, yeah, yeah. about the uh, 2012 February of 2012. Insanity happened, and she didn't know any of it. And uh, but it was super super cool to watch that. But seeing Carmelo in in Lynn Sanity was pretty funny too. And be like, oh yeah, Carmelo had some bad Knicks teams, and just uh, brutal. Yeah, he was not quoted in the doc, amazingly.
2: I'm not shocked. I mean, it, <laughs> look, everyone knows that Mello was kind of jealous of the attention that Jeremy Lin got. And I don't blame Mello on those Knicks teams for just jacking up 21, you know, mid-range twos and jabs stepping into the fourth dimension. Because who the hell else was he going to give the ball to outside of three magical weeks with Jeremy Lin? but that being said, that was such a cool moment, and it's not really confirmed, but it's it's essentially confirmed. You know, it, it kind of rubbed mellow the wrong way that someone else was getting that star treatment for a little bit from the yeah. press. Yeah, uh,
0: D'Antoni was coaching, and Amari, Steve Blake, I think, was on the Knicks, that, or no, he was on the Lakers, so he yeah. was in the 38 yeah. in the Garden. That's the new doc that Lynn did, 38 in the Garden. I have not seen that, but I apparently he, he that's the new one that's out uh, right now, but... Uh, thinking back to insanity, that is legitimately crazy that it happened. So I, remember, cool. I remember as was, I was yeah. in college, but watching in the Toronto game, watching the Laker game, and all that, I'm just giggling to myself and all my friends. It's like, how is this happening? This dude cannot be
2: stopped. Yeah, it was wild. And, and, I mean, anyone that goes on a run like that, like we've seen Damian Lillard go on runs like that, but he's Damian Lillard to have... Who was essentially at the time a nobody, you know, not a powerhouse college, bounced around a little. He got waived, I think it was by the Warriors, ended up with the Knicks, and then out of nowhere just explodes for that 10-game stretch. I mean, that's something that—I mean, don't get me wrong, the worst dude in the association— can ball out of his mind, the worst guy. But like, I don't know that we'll see an explosion exactly like that again.
3: And, you know, and props to Jeremy Lin for turning that into a good career. Like he played in the NBA for a long time. So, yeah, you know. Props well, so to that's that. what I was
0: trying to explain to my wife because I was I wasn't sure how to characterize his NBA career because like she was like, oh, so he wasn't good again after that, and I'm like, well, he got injured a lot. Yeah. He's a quality journeyman. Yeah, but well, he, I, but he, would you call it a a quality NBA career? Oh, a
3: great NBA career. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he played for. What, seven, eight years probably? Okay. I would say.
0: Yeah, because he signed in free agency with Houston. Mm -hmm. Who apparently was the only team to offer him in free agency after Linsanity. Like the Knicks didn't offer him. Houston was the only team to offer him. That's a little surprising. Isn't that, like, yeah,
2: I can see that teams would go like, "Well, flash in the pan, you're not going to do that again." But you would, I mean, you would think at least someone needs a backup yeah, not, point nine guard. Nine-year
3: NBA career, nine-year NBA. Not
2: career. bad. Yeah. And he, he won a
0: ring with the uh, Raptors, despite That's not right. Really playing. Yeah. <laughs> so
3: yeah. that was his final year. Yeah.
0: Ultimately, good career for Jeremy Lin. Like I obviously would never reach the Linsanity sanity peaks, but uh, it was still really cool to kind of re- revisit that. My wife's family's from China, you know, and, and his, you know, him coming over, and Yao was quoted in there, yeah. and Yao goes on for a while about you know what Jeremy Lin meant. So I don't know, it was really cool to to see that perspective, and uh, I think he's still playing out in Asia somewhere. I'm not entirely sure. That wouldn't but, surprise me. Yeah, I'll, I'll cool. have to
2: find that new doc. I'll look yeah. for that. That's 30, cool 38 stuff. Thirty-eight
0: in the garden. Yeah,
2: thirty-eight in the garden. That's awesome. All right, we'll go away, come back, and wrap up shop. This is the Bald Face Truth on the BFT Radio Network. <laughs>